Welcome to the Fulfilled After 50 podcast. I am your host, Alice Edgerton, and on this podcast, we are the filling station for creating a life you desire and deserve and being fulfilled to be the best you can be in this season of life. We talk about daily inspiration, encouragement, uplifting for you each and every week. Welcome everybody to Fulfilled After 50 Podcast. I am your host, Alice Edgerton. We have a special guest today. It is Lindsay Satterfield. And Lindsay is a productivity coach and trainer. And today we are talking about goals for 2020, how important it is, and especially the season of life of women. Sometimes we think that we don't need goals or if we don't set goals or it's too late for us to set goals. So I am so excited, Lindsay, for you to talk to our women today on just the power of goal setting and the awesome 2020 that we're getting ready to go into. Yeah, thank you, Alice. You're as excited as I am about goal setting. So this is going to be a fun conversation. Um, thank you so much for um, inviting me to, to talk with you today about goal setting to your audience. Um, I, I, we had talked a little bit before hitting record that um, I'm excited about it because this is the sort of the creative um, powerhouse time for women. Um, you know, as you approach your 50s and 60s, you're really coming into your own power and the creative juices are flowing. So goal setting is just a, a fantastic way to get those things stirred up and, and moving and, and really start pursuing things that matter to you. So just a little background about me. I am, as Alice said, a productivity trainer and coach. And um, I've had my own business for 14 years. Most of that time, I've been um, doing trainings and coaching in businesses and organizations internationally. So I've gone, I've had the pleasure of of traveling a lot um, to, to places I probably never would have known to go to. I've been to Rwanda and Tunisia and Indonesia. So it's been really fun to see that, um, you know, wherever we are in the world, uh, we, we want to do things that matter. We want to have an impact. And more recently, I have um, expanded my business to reach out to people individually through coaching and training online. So that's a little bit about me. And um, our, our topic today is goals. So that's um, something that's near and dear to my heart. I get super excited about it. So this time of year, I'm bubbling over if you see me at a social event. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Alice, would you like me to share a little bit about the why of goals and then just the process that I walk through, through people through? Yeah, absolutely. Because I feel like, you know, motivation only gets you so far. Yes. Yeah. So that's why they say the average is like by January 14th, people yes. have already fallen off that. And, right. and there is a method to that madness. It's not about the motivation, it's but it's about the momentum that you get on. So yes, I would love for you to just start with that. Yeah, great. So why have goals? You know, goals are a uniquely, the ability to set a goal is a uniquely human characteristic. I mean, think about it. You are 
basically imagining the future. You're, you're time traveling into the future and looking around and seeing what do I want to create? This is the creative power that human beings have. And the interesting thing about that is when we exercise that power, when we pursue goals, it actually, it's, a, it's sort of, um, a, it's reverse. It isn't that we wait for motivation to pursue goals. We pursue goals and that fuels motivation. And the reason is because the two things involved with motivation that are highly correlated to motivation are impact. That means when I take action, and you know, you know, we all know this to be true, and we've been like delaying on something and avoiding something. When we finally take action, whoa, we feel good. That's neurochemistry of motivation. Motivation is a neurochemical process that we can trigger. The other thing that's really essential for motivation is meaning. We are designed to pursue things we care about. That's why um, a mother is highly motivated, right? To take care of her child. Um, so when you combine um, action and meaning together, it really can catapult you into making progress on things that, that matter to you. And um, the other thing is I think we're, we're designed in time, you know, like we're very aware, right? That the time is ticking and, um, and now at this stage of life, we're especially aware of it. We're seeing yes. changes, you know? And, and one thing about um, human beings is we love progress. So instead of looking at the passage of time as like, oh no, <laughs> the passage of time is progress yeah. when you're pursuing your goals, when you're pursuing something that you care about. So that's a little bit of the why of goals. There's lots more where that came from, but we'll, we'll go with that. Yeah, uh, I, love, I love that? what you said about this stage of life, though, and that there is a sense of urgency in us, yeah. right? Yes. When we get to this season and when we're in our 50s and 60s and even beyond, there is. Every day, I do feel a little bit more of a sense of urgency to just reach for those goals, to keep making an impact, and just what have you left here on earth? Because every yeah. day, is, yeah. you know, we're not guaranteed the next. So what can we do today to inch us forward, right? Yeah, and I think there's just a freedom at this age, right? That, you know, we've, we've um, pursued things, we've done things, maybe right. have family, all the different pieces of it. and. Um, we have some wisdom and now we know, you know, that, um, you know, just go out there and try. I mean, this is going to sound a little bit depressing, I think, but hear me <laughs> out. Sometimes I, I say when I'm coaching people and they're like debating, should I do this? Should I do this? And I will come with the inspiring phrase, well, we're all going to die at some point. Like we're just going to die. So inevitable understanding that like all this stuff, it just doesn't matter that much. What matters is pursuing what you care about. And yes. at the end of the day, if you do it poorly, if you make mistakes, that part doesn't matter because we're all going to die and not even know any different. Right. <laughs> so there's a great freedom right. in, in that recognition or that reality that, um, of life. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. Okay, so the five steps that I usually walk people through for goal setting, we'll just do it kind of um, the overview of it. So I'll give you the steps and then we'll give a little bit about each of these steps. So they are see, select, scribe, strengthen, and sketch. So I was very clever and made them all S's for fun. <laughs> wow, love it. Yeah, so we'll start with seeing. And this is really the, the genesis of a goal, of goal setting, which is vision. And, you know, we can think of that as all very woo-woo stuff, like, you know, visioning things. But visioning is, again, a, a uniquely human characteristic and, and a uniquely human power, the capacity to project into the future. So what I encourage people to do is think of all the different parts of their life. And you might even just want to jot, jot down different areas of life and then sort of time travel in your own mind, get out a sheet of paper, brainstorming is important, and just write down whatever you would like to see at the end of the year. You can use any time period, but let's say for our purposes for 2020, we're using December 31st, 2020. So go to that date and look around these various aspects of life and see what's possible. See what is hoped for. See what is wished for. See what you're proud of. <clears throat> and really let your imagination fly with this because we're not committing to anything at this point. We're just looking around. Right. So essentially, we are creating possible futures. I mean, how awesome is that? <laughs> so we're creating possible futures. And the cool thing about projecting far enough into the future, you know, you can even do this with five years from now or 10 years from now, but projecting into the future and not just saying, what do I want to do today? allows us to suspend a little bit of our um, rational mind yes. <laughs> and dream. You know, we can dream bigger than what we might be able to think about dreaming for next week. So that's what gives you kind of that creative freedom when you're thinking ahead. Yes. So just jot all those things down. And um, there's a, a couple other good, you know, helpful prompts. One is you could do that exercise. And then you can also say, finish the prompt. Wouldn't it be amazing if, and that allows you, you know, a little bit of um, creative license. Again, you're giving yourself permission to say, this would be pretty amazing if this happened. Who knows if it can happen, but it would be amazing if, and then you just start writing down. And then you can also look, look to the past year and see, you know, what were you excited about? What were you disappointed in? What was missing from last year? All those things can inform this creative possible futures, this future vision. And then what I do in this seeing part is I step back from all that brainstorming. And you know, it's great to do this over time because it's almost like, um, a relationship with the future, right? It's just, and you want to sort of carry it with you. And this is a great time, you know, the next two weeks as you're doing all sorts of different things, just, you know, take that walk and just start projecting into the future. Right. You can do it over time. Once you have some things on your sheet of paper, just start looking at it and notice what's interesting here. Like what really grabs my heart here? What am I a little afraid of? Sometimes if you go where you're nervous, 
there's actually more juice there because there's, there's like a little, it means something to me. It matters. Right. Um, and look at, you know, what, what is shocking or surprising. So just sort of do your own little analysis. So that's the C step, right? Number one, C. The next one is once you've done that analysis, just to select your goals. So given all this, what do I want to select as a goal for this year? And the way I write my goals, and we'll get into scribing in a second, is as if they've already happened, a result that's already happened. So, you know, I have run my first marathon. That would be a goal. Um, and when you state it as if it's already happened, it also sort of pumps up the confidence level <laughs> and starts to organize our actions. Um, also, the other thing um, that's interesting in the, in the research about goal setting, and there's a lot of really interesting um, things to know about goal setting, and one of them is they have found that challenging goals are more likely to be accomplished than what in the research they call low goals. Uh, <laughs> and yes. So when you just go sort of in, you know, like a little wimpy goal, <laughs> there isn't as much incentive to, it doesn't get your attention and they are dropped. Those are the ones that, you know, January 10th, we're like, whatever, you know, we're not pursuing. But when you create challenging, big, meaningful goals, then, um, you're more likely to make progress on those. And again, having a goal is really not about the future. Having a goal is to change your action in the present, full stop. That's why we do it. It changes our action in the present. And you know, I've certainly had goals that I've created that um, I have not achieved the exact goal, but the progress I made, I could have never made had I not had that goal. Yeah, I love that so much. Yes. Yeah. So it's sort of like you want to, um, you know, high achievers love the game, not the goal. They uh, have the goal because yes. it sets the game. Right. You know, this is how we play. This is the game I'm playing. But they're in love with the game. They're in love with the pursuit. They're in love with the technique moving forward. And, you know, win or lose, you may or may not get there, but you're going to get farther. You're going to learn new skills. You're going to feel super proud of the effort that you made regardless. Yeah. So when you get fixated on the goal, we, we don't get the same juice out of it. Love that. That is um, select. Then scribe. This is also I found super interesting. And you've probably seen this in articles or blog posts around this time of the year. Uh, there's some research that's credited about, um, that was done about the power of handwriting, writing down yes. your goals, yes. that it increases the likelihood of achievement by 40%. I mean, that is low investment for high return. <laughs> exactly, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The and the cool thing about it, the, the reason I think it is powerful is in the handwriting, you're really creating um, what I sometimes refer to as like a new neural network. You know, yes. so much vying for our attention all the time. And it almost has like a gravitational pull on us. And when we can um, 
create, you know, cre design the life that we want to create, yes. we then have a gravity to hold on to that's our own. And it's not just being pulled out by the world. Yes. So handwriting them, I think, starts to create our attention moving in that direction. Yes, I love that. And then just, you know, when you write them down, it's like I put them Yes, that I can see them every day. So it's visual and I can put them in multiple places, like in my bathroom mirror or yeah. by my desk. So, okay. Cause it does keep you focused. focused. Like what can I do today? I have this goal. What is that baby step that I can just do? To, it's, so it is, it's writing them down. And then that visual look, the at visual it. cue is great. And I love what you're saying is you're finding all these different creative ways to make them visual because sometimes um, in our visual field you can have that list there for you know ever and all of a sudden you don't see it anymore right. so it's, it's great that you you know kind of put it in all these different places so you get that reminder oh yeah yes. this is what I'm about so yeah that's the scribing part and then this one I love the next step so we've done see select scribe and then the next one is strengthen. Wow. And this is something that I think people overlook and it really will help you make it through January <laughs> into February, into March. And what this is, is looking at why this goal matters. Mm -hmm. So a goal in and of itself, kind of who cares, mm -hmm. but a goal that's connected to meaning, something we care about, just amplifies our connection to it. It strengthens our ability to stay with it. So what you want to do is say, um, you know, whatever your goal is and ask, why is that important? And one, um, I just did this with one of my clients a couple days ago. It was such an interesting process because she had an answer right away. And then I said, well, why is that important? And then she had another answer. And then we did this a couple times where I kept asking her why that is important. And what she got to was so powerful. You know, people are not hearing about X, Y, and Z. And it's so important to me that I share whatever. So the first one was kind of out of the head. And yeah. by the time we asked why a couple times, it was what her her commitment, her fire was about. Oh, yeah. So good. That is yeah. so powerful. Yeah. But it's really fun. So what you do is give some space when you're writing your goals so that underneath it, you can put that most powerful why for you, why it matters. It's because this will make a difference for my family. This will, whatever it is um, that's meaningful to you. And wow. that again, when we were talking about motivation, that is what supports the neurochemistry of motivation. Again, motivation is not waiting for a happy moment that we feel right. like acting, <laughs> acting, and then we feel happy. Then we yes. feel like, oh, that's awesome. Yes. So that's strengthening with meaning. And then the last one is sketch. And this is the beginning of kind of planning out your year and planning out how you're going to go about accomplishing this. Because just having a goal is not enough, as yes. we all eventually find out, right? Yes. So you can have a lot of great goals, but if you don't really have a blueprint for right. how am I going to make it there, then it's less likely that you're going to get there. 
Yes. The other thing, so let me talk about sketch. Sketch is just brainstorming for each of your goals. What are all the possible things I might need to do that could help me have this be true at the end of the year? And you just brainstorm. Again, I think we um, give, uh, we don't give enough to brainstorming. We try to get the answer right away. We try to figure out what our goal is or we try to figure out the plan. But we need that generous aspect of brainstorming to get all the ideas out and then be able to select. It's really how our brains work more naturally. So just write out all the different things that you might need to consider. And then as you move into planning, you're going to start looking at, um, you know, what are the key things? What do I really feel are most high leverage in me getting there? And here's the thing that I do. I'll just give a hint about planning. So goal setting and planning, I work with what I call different focal lengths. So what I mean by that is when I set a goal, I like looking far into the future. Like I said, a year, two, three. Um, because the reason for that is, as I said, we suspend some of our um, sense of how real this is, how, how much reality there is, and we can dream a little and be ambitious. Now, when we get into planning, I want to pull in the focal length because that is what helps us get real. So I like to actually work, create my blueprint for my goal in 90 day periods. Uh, I call them seasons. You might call it a quarter, however you do it 90 days. Yeah. So what I would focus on first is once you've brainstormed and sketched out some of the things you might need to do, start looking at this first 90 days. That's really going to help people um, say, okay, by March 31st, what is my sort of sub goal? I make goals for March 31st that feed into, that are mile markers to me getting to my goal at the end of the year. And then you just keep backing it up and saying, okay, so what am I going to do for the next two weeks? What am I going to do for the next week? So you'll have goals. You, I mean, this is one suggestion is to have goals that support your bigger goals, have those goals for the end of March. And, and in that way, we just start moving forward. And the whole process, I like to think of um, goal pursuit as a relationship. And like any relationship, things... <laughs> got to deal with stuff, right? I, Life happens, things happen. Um, you know, that goal you loved all of a sudden is irritating you. Right. <laughs> Having a bad day with that goal. Anyway, you want to um, relate to it dynamically and not be all or nothing. So it's not like, oh, well, I didn't do it for the past two weeks. I haven't pursued it. Must be a dumb goal. See you later. You know, we don't want to be that person. We want to be the person that rises again and keeps at the relationship with our goals. And of course, your goals may change, you know, life yeah. happens and, but what we wanna do, and certainly as women over 50, we want to have intentional lives, lives we design. Yeah. We wanna to bring together our power because we have so much power. Yeah. And one of the way that's exercised is through pursuing things that matter to us. Yeah. And 
that's goal setting for me. <laughs> I love it. So, you know, it's like when you said, when you're breaking down your goals, it's really like reverse engineering. that. Exactly. Yeah. What is your end goal? And then reverse it and see, take those steps to get there. And it's amazing what happens when you do that. Yeah. It's like, it's really amazing what is possible for us to achieve. And like I said, you know, maybe you get, maybe I do a half marathon on, on December 31st. Maybe that's what I get to and not the full marathon. That's okay because I'm not doing a marathon. I'm not even doing a half marathon now. You know what I mean? Like exactly. it's learning that, um, you know, getting out of that perfectionist mode of, yes. so, um, so it's funny. It's like being goal oriented, but loving the game, as I said, and, yes. and not just giving up if right. somehow you're not where you think you should be. Right. Exactly. You know, because even for health finances, yeah. business or everything, it's like, we're never too old to have a goal and dream because if yeah. we're not dreaming and striving, then basically we're dying. So yeah. it's like for the benefits for the goal setting, really, it, it has a lot to do with the brain and the mind and the cognitive health of us too. Yes. Yeah. And it's really how we're designed. You know, we're designed to take action, right? I mean, we're, we weren't designed to just sit all day, right? What? We're designed to take, and many of us do sit a lot, but we're designed to take action. We're creators. Even if we don't identify as artists, let's say, we all have the power of action. This is no little thing. We have the power to impact. And you know, it's so easy in this day and age, you can take in all the news, you can take in all the, you know, all the different channels of information that we're getting and just want to be like, oh gosh, <laughs> you know, bye. Um, but here's the thing. This is, what, you know, that's when we give up our power. This is how we experience power. And also, you know, another benefit of, pursuing goals is the confidence it brings. Yes. You know, it, it, it enlivens your sense of capabilities. Yes. And a lot of us, we can lose touch with that, you know, by just sort of responding to whatever it is that life is bringing our way. Um, instead of intentionally saying, this is what I choose. This is how I'm moving forward. Um, we start to degrade our own sense of confidence. So this is a way to kind of build that back up if we yeah, need as women we do that way too much we give way too much airspace to that don't yeah. we yeah oh, exactly gosh i know well this has been amazing lindsay thank you so much you are so for welcome thank you it's just thank a pleasure you. to talk with you and your audience it's a an audience near and dear to my heart since i'm in it <laughs> Oh, well, thank you. So, of course, everybody is going to be like hearing you. If you have not subscribed to our podcast, please download, subscribe. You can get us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google. So, Lindsay, I would love as we are departing here to tell them, please, where can they find you? A website? If you yeah. So, I'm easy to find with my name. So, lindsaysatterfield.com. You can find me there. And all the information is there about the kinds of programs and things that I do. I'm certainly on Instagram with Lindsay Satterfield and on Facebook. Um, I have a, my business page is called um, Productivity Power.
Awesome. I love it. Thank you so much. Appreciate your time. I know our subscribers have gotten a lot of value from this podcast going into 2020. And happy holidays to you and your family. Yeah. Happy holidays to all. It's a really exciting time. It's a fun time. So this is a perfect time to be all about the goals. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. All right, everybody. So happy holidays to you. And we will catch you in the new year, 2020, with another new podcast. But please write down your goals. Take some of that advice that Lindsay has given. Mm -hmm. And you can always strive to do bigger, be bigger, and make that impact. Have a great day, everybody.